Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. We're all friends, we're here to have fun, but our story can include graphic violence, drug use, sexual content, and other mature themes. We've talked at our table about safety, comfort, and consent, both as players and storytellers. We know what to expect, we're all excited to be here, and we want you to feel the same. So listener discretion is advised. Now, let's walk the path of night. Last time on Path of Night, New Year's Day, 1999, Miles and Clan Ventrue made a deal with his enemies. The followers of Satin received some mysterious packages along with an ominous warning that trouble is coming to New Haven. Johnny received a distressing phone call from his past and bumped into an old Ravnos ally. Wynne urged the Coterie to help her deal with the monster corpse in her fridge. In preparation for dealing with what waits in East Rock Park, the Coterie readies to head out for Britta's next attempt at feeding. So at this point, the group of you are meeting back at Miles' Haven. Um, Miles, you receive a T9 text message Mm. from your minion (laughs) indicating that he has acquired the vehicle that you've requested and it will be arriving shortly. Ah, that's great. I wonder which exact shade of red it is, because I think we just described it as being red. Yeah. So I can't wait to see which one he picked up. Well, it seems you're going to find out within a few minutes. You're way too chipper. What's going on? I'm getting a new car. What other reason would he have? Three o'clock in the morning on New Year's Eve? How? I mean, I believe it's still, like, early night-ish, isn't it? It's money. It's true. It It is money. I don't actually have a watch right now. But yes, the usual answer for these things is money influence. Okay, I have no response to that. <laughs> I mean, how else do you get things done? Asking for favors. Hitting things. Taking them. Those, those usually get you followed around by the mortal authorities when you, know, yeah, if you, you steal cars. Wrong. Especially if you steal nice cars. I mean, you could also just do it yourself. Do you what? don't have to hit, hit anything. You don't have to ask for a favor. You just do it. Well, yes. What do you mean by do it? How do you get things done? You just do them. Are we stopping by then? Once we get the car? Yeah. Yes, we'll probably need to make sure it's fully fueled, and at that point, we'll hopefully engage in your feeding. Okay. Good. You'll Good. be fine. Yeah. Feeling resolute about this? It's not a choice, right? Not particularly. It's kind of a necessity. So it doesn't really matter. Yes. There you go. Well, you have to do it sometime. Then let's do it. Very good. We'll gather your gear. We'll go outside and wait for the car to pull up. Gear? Don't you have gear? I have shoes and a shirt. Did you find those? Yeah, I got them. Okay. Yeah, they're outside. Do you need other gear? To go to the store? No, because we're going after that out to Wynn's place. To deal with monster things. Oh, right. I've been really uh, sidetracked. Tonight. No, no, I don't think I need gear. I'm fine. Okay. I've got all my stuff. Yes. Excellent. It pulls up. It flashes what seems to be a series of high beams at the front windows. Johnny uh, Johnny peeks out of the window, looks at it. I thought you said you did. Are you serious? Is that a Hummer? Yes, it is. Oh, God damn it, Miles. I got after s- the front door opens. The only thing they had available was uh, Twilight Maroon. Oh, sounds perfect. Excellent. Thank you, Marcus. Hands the keys over. 
gives a curt nod to the group of you and heads off to try to get some sleep. You know, if you want to stop being attacked by setites, you know, rule number one might be finding a vehicle that's a little bit less noticeable. I mean, all they have to do is post mortal people to watch whatever, whatever I use to leave this place with anyway, so what's the difference? Trackability and traffic? Meh. I mean, and they know, have kinda. both. They have both vampire magics and our cute senses. Yeah. Might as well live in style. Okay, <laughs> Miles. I'm just saying. I've made a whole career out of getting to places unnoticed. Are we ready to go? Yeah, let's oh, go. Yeah. Maybe we should stop talking about cars. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to rush everyone. It's just I need to do this, and I I don't want to lose my. Steel. You're All understandably right. nervous, and we're probably not helping right now. That thing inside you getting worse? Yeah, yeah, I think it's, um... You can feel it clawing at you, huh? Yeah. I feel like that's not helpful. Well, it's a metaphor-ish. Oh, that makes it okay. I think I'm going to store the... How so else would you describe it? I wouldn't describe it. She knows what she's feeling. I want to do this right, and that means soon. Please. All right, let you you start getting in the car because we're going to stand here and bicker until <laughs> someone starts getting in the car. Well, I was about to say I was going out to the car now. I'm going to put my katana in the trunk for now. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Tura has a trunk. Has a place to put stuff until mm-hmm. I get some sort of like rack to put it above. Like, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gun rack full of katanas. Man can dream. Since this is the. <laughs> First time that we're going to be sort of going out, uh, the four, five of us now, I just, with your new car, and I just, I want to call shotgun, and it, Neil runs towards the passenger side. I mean, he's kind of running. <laughs> he's oh, he's pumping his little arms go. as hard as he can. Go, Neil, uh, go! Johnny will slarity in front of him, <laughs> we're going to pat rush. him on the chest, and be like, you earned it, bud. And then kind of push him towards uh, shotgun, and get in the back. <laughs> Oh, you pushed real hard. <laughs> um, yeah, let's power it up and let's go find this mini mart. Who's driving? That's be me. There's not a chance <laughs> in hell you would let any of us drive. <laughs> not the first drive, no. no. <laughs> so, without being attacked by followers of set, can't happen all the time. You make it to the gas station. Half Which up. is nice because it was like two blocks. Pretty quiet. Half the no tank is gone. Really around. <laughs> you, they, you can actually see a marked difference <laughs> in your fuel level there. I think I'm actually going to have to put gas in this. Uh, why don't you go inside and it's okay. just hand you some cash. Take the cash and uh, get out and head towards the mini mart. As soon as Britta gets out, Neil will turn around and look at the rest of do you, I mean, she's going to be alone in there. Do you want me to, you know, he nods his head towards the, the door, just in case. Well, she doesn't have to know. Johnny motions at you and Wynn. He goes, why don't the two of you just kind of hang, hang over her shoulder, make sure she's not going to do anything. We can hang out outside. Too much trouble. It's, I, it's not that big a place. Are you sure? Because I could be in the room. She never has to know. I think we need to let her do this one on her own. Okay. I I, tr- I trust you. That's that's I, I will trust your judgment on that. Ooh, those are famous last words. I I think I still think it should be the two of you should just keep an eye over her shoulder. Oh, don't yeah. let don't let her know you're watching. Sure, we'll have right. to, we'll hang out outside yep. by that stack of wood. Yeah. Well, there's like. New Why thing. does every gas station sell wood? 
because uh, they also sell gasoline, which is an accelerant for fires. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Get out and start walking over. I'll open the door. Who's Ding. who's manning it? There's a little bell, and you see uh, around a middle-aged man who is smoking a cigarette and filling out a crossword, like, right on the counter. Doesn't even look up at you. I'll say hi and smile. Yeah. Head around the back. Grab a Coke. Head back. Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you. It looks up. You kind of actually perks up when you realize that you're a young woman. Yeah, happy uh, Happy New Year. How did yeah. yours go? Well, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, currently covering. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, one of a... Uh, one of uh, one of my guys is kind of a little bit of a shit and uh, kind of cut out. Oh, that's really annoying. Yes, it's crazy annoying. What about you? What are you? What are you doing here? What's going on? She'll put the money for the coke on the counter and open it and kind of drink it a bit while talking to him. You drink the soda? Oh shit! No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nope. Well, are you, sh- you sure? Nope. I feel like you have to spend blood now. Nope. I learned my lesson on that. <laughs> no, money just goes on the counter. So, Swish it around your mouth. So, you out the side. Crack, crack I'm not the coyote, I'm like this. Yeah. You crack open the soda, mm-hmm. and you, as soon as you start bringing the bottle up, there's you pause. Memory. And you distinctly recall... A travesty taking place <laughs> not very long ago. <laughs> nope. It made me wild fucking win. And Neil is sitting there going, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, from outside, you can clearly see her like, like oh, God. crack, raise the bottle, and just stop. Spend the blood to breathe. <laughs> Oof. Uh, something wrong? No, I just realized I didn't want it to spill in the car. I'll put the, I'll put the cap back on tightly. Uh, yeah, uh, cool. Kind of like finishes ringing you out. out. As he kind of moves around, Mm -hmm. you notice that behind the counter, kind of like on the other side, he's got this shotgun that's been haphazardly placed. So what's wrong with the other guy? Why'd you have to cover? I don't know. Some kind of party. Something go wrong? He says his dog is sick or some shit. He doesn't even have a dog. (laughs) Wow, he doesn't sound like he's a lot of fun to work with. No, he's he's a shit. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought my New Year's would go maybe a little bit better. Yeah, you having a bad New Year's? Well, didn't get in my New Year's kiss, you know. Yeah, I mean, me neither. Do you want to? She tilts her head towards the bathroom. <sighs> no, my wife's a bitch. And he kind of pauses as this scenario kind of catches up to him all at once. Yes. Yes, I would. And he closes up his his little, like, magazine with a bunch of crossword puzzles on it, sets it aside, buttons up his polo shirt, and starts making his way for the bathroom. Who says romance is dead? Holy shit, this kid's a natural. Yeah. She's gonna have a hell of a lot easier time yeah. than we do. Yeah, she is. Follow him to the bathroom? Yep, he goes into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He's waiting. Uh, the bathroom is mortifying. Mm-hmm. Horror story. I'm so proud of it. The that. most upsetting thing she's seen in two. <laughs> <laughs> like, the light flickers, the mirror, like you can't see yourself at all in it. I don't want to. So, I'll kiss him. Kiss him gently at first, move down to the neck, go for it. 
he like uh gives like this like nervous laugh as you go to kiss him but like manages to keep himself together just long enough to be kissed uh, and does not seem to put up any resistance i'll giggle back as if this is all a joke that we're destroys his confidence immediately <laughs> <laughs> oh if i see that then i'll go in for a kiss to confirm that this is still going well for him. Okay. Go to Russian. With as much confidence as she can. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just a, a very sad, all shucks sort of reaction from him. Are you going for the bite? Going for the bite. Okay. Uh, he offers no resistance. Mm-hmm. You sink your fangs into his, into his flesh. And just like before, he is instantly at your mercy. Uh, almost like uh, like a actually two, uh, an uncomfortable level. It upsets her, but at this point she is getting hungry, and uh, how much are you taking? So she had some description. She's not trying to take much, but I don't know how good her scope is. Uh, I have one dot of medicine. I think she will have some knowledge if he starts going. Too faint or too limp or too pale. Okay. Why don't you give me a perception medicine check? Mm-hmm. The difficulty of this roll is six. I will spend a willpower. Mark it off mm-hmm. and go ahead and give me a roll. Four successes. Four successes. Mm-hmm. Surgical. You know that you can probably safely take three. And you get a feel for it. Uh, he'll be tired. He's probably going to fall asleep. But he's not going to be in need of medical attention. Net said, when you break the kiss and lean back, he still has an open wound on his neck. I will lick it. You lick the wound, and it closes as though it were never there. And I will throw his arm over my shoulder. Uh, I am not strong, I don't think. Let's see, I've strength two. Is that enough? Strength two is enough for you to kind of help him out of the bathroom. All right. It's clumsy, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. Having been uh, lurking, heightened senses listening from outside after she lost sight, can I tell that? Okay, she might need help getting this guy out of here now. You hear the thunk of the bathroom door opening, and you hear her shouldering him and bringing him out of the bathroom. When I can't really help with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it. When having perked up a bit at the sound of the thunk inside, kind of goes in. Hey, I'm looking to get so. Oh boy, she goes over and. Gets under the other side. Hey, um, thanks. Yeah. This is all going on inside. Um, Johnny hops out of the uh, Hummer right after they go to follow her. Gets out and actually starts pumping the gas. And then goes around over to the window uh, on the driver's side to talk to Miles. He looks back over, makes sure everybody else is out out of earshot. You know, as best he can. Hey, so, uh, I was wondering if you'd do me a favor. What's going on? You know how, uh, I made mention that, uh, I ran into Kabir? Mm. Uh, I don't want to get anybody upset or thinking that something's up with that. But uh, if you don't mind doing me a favor, at some point, give him a call. And Johnny passes Miles a a number that he has for Kabir. Give him a call and ask about me and ask him when the last time he saw me was. Say you're trying to find out where I am to get in touch. Right now, 
there's only two people that have this beeper number. Holds up the uh, the rhinestone beeper, and that's that's Weathers and Kabir. Gotcha. So if one of them fucks me on this, might tell us about where this leak is coming from because I'm not sure that who I ran into earlier is actually Kabir. It seems coincidental, but that's not un. After a night like tonight? Yeah. I know, I hear you. You want me to do that now? Give it some time. I don't... I don't want it to seem too obvious that I'm checking into this. Alright. I've already been seen with you tonight. We've been doing things. Give it a little bit of time and, and give him a call and ask him when the last time he saw, he saw me was. I will venture to do so. Thanks. I guess we should put him behind the yep. counter, right? Yeah. Lex, how conscious is this guy? Uh, he's not that mm-hmm. awake, yeah. Okay. He, he kind of groans every now and again, yep. but... All right. Easy, buddy. Win will definitely... Like, she's done this before. Like, she's picked up passed out guys and put them mm-hmm. back on their stools. She just kind of hefts him over, swings him on, sets him down. Yeah, he doesn't really put up very much of the yep. way of resistance. It's, it's yep. mostly just dead weight. Yep. Britta is kind of like, there's there's nothing on her face, but she yeah. kind of keeps wiping her mouth. Um, You're clean. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy, I think you partied too hard. Uh, what? What, 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 what? what can I do to help you? Okay, uh, pack of smokes. Virginia Slims. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. There's your fucking Slims. Happy New Year. Happy fucking What's New Year. Outside, Neil What's sort of leads in the door. Takes the cash. There it goes. No, 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 not Virginia Slims. No, it was yes, Virginia Slims. No, it was definitely no. I have it crossed off in my notebook. Okay, which one was it? Uh, it's uh, Marlboro Reds. All right, Marlboro Reds. How did you get those two confused? Because hey, they're not for me. it's a very common mistake. All right, 100s? <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of marbs are you looking for here? What are they? The... the the red one? Look, just give me all the Marlboro Reds you have, and he can take his pick. Just like one of each? Just one of each. Do you one have that kind of, of money? Each? I don't, we don't have that kind of money. Miles does. No, not after the night, he doesn't. <laughs> I have some cash. Don't okay, worry about okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Who's who's your friend? He's out pumping gas. I'm going to surprise him. Just ask him what the fuck cigarettes he wants. Why are you not wanting to sell me more cigarettes than I need? I, I, this is a little strange. I know. So just all of the mobs. Yeah. All right, this is getting really uncomfortable. I'm, I'm going to go out to the car. Okay. Do you want to... Neil sort of looks over at Britta. Do you want just... Let, let's go. Okay. C- c- come on out. But... He looks like astonished when he realizes that that Britta was real. And he just kind of quietly gets the one pack of cigarettes for, for more breads, more bread 100s. Uh, soft pack, soft <laughs> pack. Shorties. Yeah, just he, he <laughs> like just unnecessarily breaks it all down. There's like camel wides that he tosses in there just in case, and lays out a stack of cigarettes. And it actually isn't that crazy expensive. The, it's the, late nineties. It's not super yeah. taxed yet. Yeah, Britta grabs the coke and like leaves. How much was a pack of cigarettes in the nineties? Like two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. When hands him the cash for it, he takes the cash. Take the cigarettes. Yeah, you want that bagged or something? No, those are terrible for the environment. At a gas station, everything here is terrible for the environment. That is very true, man. All right, yeah, put them in my bag. There you go. 
takes Liv out a plastic bag. It's got like a bunch of little thank yous like yep. scrawled across it. And he, he bags your cigarettes. There you go. Happy thank New Year. You, you oh. as well. Gas prices too. It's probably just over like ninety nine cents. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like nineteen eighty. Yeah, this oh, entire adventure was oh like twenty five. Oh my god! Yeah, we put forty dollars into your tank. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know, got to keep it afloat. I'm gonna run, basically run to the car, sit in the back, <laughs> and just not talk to people. Yeah. Hey, uh, I know I called it, but do you want to sit in the front? No, thank you, Neil. You sure? Yeah. Last time she sat like, in the front, she got shot. Just let let it be. Yeah, there was only really so much light there. There's plenty in the back too. Did it go Johnny, right? I couldn't remember exactly what your brand was, so I Jeez, just got you, you most of the. You bought a whole damn curtain. What the heck? You were having a bad day. You needed you needed to pick me up, so you're welcome. Was I? All right. Thanks, Win. Yep. Are we ready to go now? We've secured all the supplies. Everything went well. I fed. Excellent. She did good. Yep. She's natural. Okay, Win. I know the general area where we're going. I don't know where you're specific. All right. Um, Neil, can we swap seats? So I can sit in front and point the way? I guess. I know you called it. I would let you sit on my lap, but that would definitely draw attention. Yeah, that's illegal. Yep. Yeah, I just clamber over the back seat, like the center console into the back. Mm-hmm. Are you meant to feel full with feeding off one human? It depends on how long your tank is. In certain degrees, almost never fearful. Ain't that the truth? It's always there. It's always hanging in the back. Sometimes it's quieter. Okay. Let's go check out some monster things that Winnick's caught. With a ridiculously loud roar of the giant obtuse vehicle the group of you are in. <laughs> you head off for your secret mission to the woods. Canyon Arrow. <laughs> do I gain a willpower for just loving this car so much? To nature. Uh, it is director. I will award you a point of willpower for getting everyone together <laughs> on your weird dream machine. Does this, this thing can go off-road, correct? Yes. Okay. It's gonna need to. I'm pretty sure it can. We well, let's also, find out. We could also just park and walk. We should definitely just park and walk. We should not be driving a Hummer through the woods. In I'm the sure thing. you know your yeah, area. Like, Why don't you take us through? Yep. A All right. Of the so road bang a left here. Yeah. All right, and then a right, and then that parking lot. No one patrols it. It's fine to park there. So when we get there, wind kind of just pops out and starts walking. You gonna wait for us? <laughs> gonna grab a thing or two here. <laughs> oh, that's right. You brought gear. Everybody got sensible shoes? That's really the important gear. Who's got sensible shoes? Who doesn't? Who needs a piggyback? I do. Depends on what I've been supplied. (laughs) You've got sensible clothing. All right, here, just take my boots. I've walked this 100,000 times. Just take my shoes. All right, thank you, Lynn. No problem. I do need them back, and you're probably not going to want to keep them. Thank thank you. January 1st is not exactly ideal. You say thank you. But when you put them on, there's like a soft squish. I will pick one up and look inside. Probably a little fungal. She's had these for a while. Yep. These are these are secondhand Doc Martens. The blood's become whatever's in there now. I'll look at it for a second, shake my head, put that in another category of thought, and put my foot in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
we'll uh, we'll get outfits and such later once the store is open. Um, once everyone is properly shod and geared, Wynne just starts making her way through the woods. Wynne, how well do you know the woods here? Fairly. If something's still out here looking around, should we... You should keep your eyes peeled. There's a lot of weird things happening in the woods here. Okay. Like when you take the front, I'll take the I'll take the rear. Everybody okay. stay between us. Dark out here. I am definitely a city boy. All right. So I mean, we could just use this flashlight. Wind pops her <laughs> gangrel eyes on. What does that look like? So Wind's eyes are normally like the color, like a super light green, like a seagull's eyes, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they begin to glow and shift. They gain a red shift to them. And sort of reflective, like if you've ever caught a deer's eyes in headlights. Mm. They're clearly not natural. Brenna Brenna will start and stare for a moment, but remember her circumstance and look back away. that's a really good point, Wynn. Brenna, you know how you were talking about how things were getting really loud? You could hear too much. Yes. If If you try and just... Relax. You ever been to the mall and see one of those magic eyes? Yes. You know how you kind of have to relax your eyes just to, just to see the, the picture inside? Yes. Try and do that for, like, all your senses. I hate those damn magic eye things. Yeah, I can never, never, never yeah, work for I me. Can't I can't make can, them work. I see a different thing in the same picture every time. Very every simple. sense. Just... Just try and relax and see and hear everything around you. But don't look directly into Miles' flashlight. Okay. When you're doing it. Britta will take a moment, try to center herself and focus, enter that sort of a blank state, and she'll use her heightened senses. Neil also puts up heightened senses. When you extend your senses, the dark ambience of the woods starts to give way and you find yourself able to see much further in the dark than you had otherwise. Interesting thing to note, the light that is already present is seemingly reaching further in order for you to see what you're looking to see. Were it totally dark, your heightened senses would not be able to aid you. So a very important moment as as Britta kind of figures out that her ability to heighten her senses does not actually allow her to see in total darkness. But in a situation like this, walking through a dark woods, yes. She'll look from maybe whatever starlight is available and the aura from the light from the flashlight. Put that together for a moment and adjust. What do you see? It's strange. It's sort of like what's available is, well, I suppose the word would be heightened. Light. Sound. Yeah. Once you start to practice, you'll be able to see things, hear things a little bit easier. It doesn't help if you're bereft, but if you can't see, you could use everything else around you. Just something to keep in mind. But be careful. You could get overwhelmed. Too much sensory input. That's why I said don't look directly at the flashlight. If a gunshot goes off too close to your ears, it's it's more than painful. It's disorienting. Do uh, I have to use all of my senses in this way? No. So I, right now, just vision would be good? 
If you want to keep your ears open, too, that wouldn't be a bad thing. Ear sight, mm-hmm. smell, even, can all be different. Uh, yeah, maybe not touch when you're wearing one's shoes. <laughs> That's a fact. And also don't think about it. Yeah. Well, then um, let's move on, then. I have to step in them. So is my fisher cat around anywhere? Your fisher cat has not returned to you yet. Okay. I'm going to call out to it. Okay. Can it be safely assumed that I've worked out kind of a, a call for him? Or like a whistle of some sort? Do you have beckoning? Uh, I have animalism one. Okay. So you but let he's out my retainer, kind of a hiss. So, yeah. And you're certain that if it can hear you, it will come to you. Okay. All right. Sorry. Just calling chaps. I'm going to have him go get Raven while we're doing this. Because I think we're going to want to talk to her anyway. Right, um, far away so. is this. We can start walking, but you are going to want to keep your eyes peeled for basically tiger traps. I'm sorry. This place is trapped? Yes. Did you trap I the didn't. state park? No. no. That's, That's... How long has this been going on? A while. Why is this the first I've heard of it? Because it's Raven's project. Was she starting this before she left? As long as I've known her, Rain, Raven has been working on this. Wait, so Raven's been trapping the woods? She's had to. To control the things that are coming out of it. Oh, I was no mention of this maid anywhere. You would have to ask her. Great. And where's Raven been lately? Yonder. Fisher cat stalks out of the woods and starts to make its way over to wind. It makes an eerie, eerie sound. Doesn't it make, like, child crying sounds or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they sound awful. <laughs> sounds like a 12-year-old girl getting murdered. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Right. Does, is this Chaps, or is this yeah. a different Fisher Cat? Okay. <laughs> this is your Fisher Cat. Yep. Oh, God! <laughs> Hi, buddy! Hey. How's it going? I found her. Yeah? Where is she? Up by. She's looking for something. Did you hear? It's back. The weeping bear. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. It's making another pass. Yeah. Has it caught anything recently? I don't know. Alright. It smells like the things that are in your home. Yeah, I kind of thought that might be the case, too. It's not good. It's not good, man. Everything's hiding. Well, you see it, you hide, too. Hide. Alright. And she'll, like, pull... What do you have for me? <laughs> yeah. She'll pull, like, a, just a stash of beef jerky. Kind of takes it, and this mean fisher cat starts to stalk off on its way. For artification, is she speaking English when she's talking to her, or is she speaking fisher cat? So it's just this <laughs> awful conversation. It's just these horrible monster <laughs> oh. noises being made between <laughs> the two. Oh, God. That is always unnerving. That was Chaps. Delightful. Um, How'd it go? Uh, he told me where Raven is. Um, things are not good, but we knew that. How not good? Did we? Do you know what the Weeping Bear is? No. That sounds awful. This it's... is way more than you first led on to believe. What? I was under the impression that there was some sort of monster dog that you had stuffed into a refrigerator. It's related. How? It's either made from it or descended from the Weeping Bear. I'm sorry, what? So let's go to the fridge, and I will show you 
kind of what it is. I will take that moment to like pop my gun out of its holster, like check, <laughs> check it back in, put it back in. You might want to do the same, but <laughs> but yeah, do mind be mindful of traps with sti- sticks in the bottom. Britta very absentmindedly undergoes a weapons check. When do you mind while we're on the way explaining weeping bear? Yeah, for the whole class. It used to be just a bear. And then the sabat got a hold of it. And they turned it into a war machine. You sure about that? That it was the sabat? Yes. I was just hoping it was a very sad bear. No, it's, um... Only you can prevent forest fires. How do you you know it was the sabat? Because they're the ones that can do this. And they used it against certain battles where it was documented. Raven knows a lot more about it. Great. Um, Is she coming to it, us? Um, no, we'll go to her. She might meet us there. She's she's a leaf in the wind. So here's the thing about the weeping bear. Because of what it was used for, it's really got a taste for a kindred. So that's... It keeps it from mortal society, but... um. It wanders back and forth from Connecticut to Massachusetts, hunting. Abilities? It's... Think of a nightmare creature, and it can probably do it. It's... Strong, quick, tough. Strong, quick, tough, horrifying to look at. Anything unusual? It's old. It's... It killed its handlers. It... It eats kindred. Okay. Most, well, most I'm wondering bears don't. If it's just Claws that are going to rip rip through even kindred flesh. Typical physical attack things. Nothing. If it's actually the sabat, it's designed to kill vampires. Right. Well, I mean, it's precluding things that we just dealt with, like say snake magic. I'm seeing if any of that. Like I'm it... suddenly going to go blind. <laughs> I mean, if it gets your eyes, you can okay, suddenly yes, go blind. I got that. But... I got that sense. Yes. These these things tend to be battering rams more than anything else. Great. What does it mean that they're sending in the sabat? I mean, this is a pretty big weapon of theirs by that description. It's nobody's weapon anymore. They've lost it, control of it. Yeah. Raven's done her part to kind of keep the masquerade about it, but she, even she can't put it down. She's tried. I, uh, I, I know this isn't really the point of what we're all talking about, but... Did you lie to the prince about being able to find Raven? At the moment. Okay. I mean, to be fair, she didn't. The cat did. Oh, okay. But you... I mean, you could tell him, couldn't you? Yeah, but she doesn't want I to, could. I think is the point. Well, did you see how he talked about the gangrel? Yeah, no, I, I get it. I just... Now we all know... That you know where Raven is. I... And where she is, is inside the bounds of a Cameroon domain. I mean, it's usually better to tell the prince something like that, right? Mm. You are blood-bound to him, so you're going to side with him, honey. Oh. Right. I just, I don't want to bring up potential problems. I, I just... never know where she is at any given moment. Okay, technicality. Do I have a means of finding her? Yes. All right, that, I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. I, I, if weird it comes magic to death a... bear, probably the 
bigger issue right now, but I just... I'll get it covered. Okay. If it becomes an issue. Okay. I just want to make sure that we all are aware of potential issues. Well, I'm hoping we don't have to fight Weird Magic Death Bear. Or Weeping Bear. Weeping which seems Bear. Which a small What's name. All right. Okay, okay, okay. I just... Let's go. All right. So as we're walking, I'm keeping an eye peeled for more pit traps, just kind of keeping aware of if there are any animals fleeing, which direction they're fleeing from. After a while into the woods, Johnny pops out one of the cigarettes and lights up. Sorry for those who are smelling with the enhanced enhanced senses. Just walk downwind, Johnny. Yep. Those of you who are walking around and looking for trouble. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I need a perception plus survival. Your difficulty will be modified if you have heightened senses up. No, uh, I'm just providing light. <laughs> so what is it? So it's perception plus survival. Base difficulty is eight. It sounds like you guys are going to be doing this as a team. So who's your main person rolling? It's well. These are these are her woods. I'm I'm going to nominate that wind takes lead. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't care if, her, if she's not necessarily the best one to do it. She's the one doing it. She's oh, also got her, her magical eyes. She can see the dark. So here's how this works. Everyone who is helping win, mm-hmm. your difficulty is eight. If you have heightened senses going, your difficulty is seven. So everyone who's helping win, go ahead and give me a roll. I'm just trying not to hinder her. It's appreciated. Three successes. So three from Neil. One success from Britta. One success from Britta. Uh, negative one success from Johnny. Johnny! He, he likes smoke, cigarettes. smoking cigarettes. I told you this already. Oh, that, that smells really strong, Johnny. Oh. All right. So you're going to gain a number of bonus dice. Okay. Equal, essentially, to Neil's contribution. Okay. Thanks, Johnny. You're welcome. Is mine a seven or eight? <laughs> Your difficulty is six. Okay. You are totally negating this penalty. Uh, six successes. So yeah, a handful of things you pick up on. Mm-hmm. First, you notice that the woods are very, very, very quiet, save for the sounds of ravens up in the trees kind of relaying things back and forth to each other. The next thing you notice is that while you, the two, the group of you, are moving through these woods, there's a pair of traps that have been triggered, but do not seem to have successfully caught whatever it is that simply marched on through unabated. That's not ideal. The last thing you notice is a massive, probably a bear trap. And judging by the direction that it's walking, we're like this kind of like wet, mush, snow-covered, like, muck is, like, pressed down. Mm. Seems to be facing in the direction of your haven. Well, shit. What's wrong? I think the bear's headed for my house. I mean... Why do you think... Because I've got its, its blood in my fridge. Not to say you're... House isn't important, but doesn't that give us some time? Not if we want the evidence to look at. Um, she'll take out, like, whatever coins she has and kind of wave them in the moonlight to signal to the ravens that she sees them and some form of communication with them. You can kind of hear that among the, the ravens, there's a relayed response. Mm-hmm. 
that leads deeper into the woods. Mm-hmm. All right. I will give you guys the choice. We can either go and maybe encounter the bear at my house, or we can try and find Raven directly. Do you think Raven is looking for the bear? Probably. Can you tell her that's where it's headed and we can intercept each other all the way there? I mean, she could probably Based move off faster. what long. Johnny knows about the things that Zemitsi make, does it make sense that if this is some kind of horrible, like, schlockta or something, that it would be going to, like, reclaim this dog and, like, eat the evidence? Give me an intelligence about war. This is way outside my area of expertise. Uh, spend the willpower. That's why you have us around. I... Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're using a secondary skill, mm-hmm. uh, this is a diff five. Uh, one success. With one success, you know that for something like this size, this is probably not a schlachta. This is a full-on war ghoul. Mm. And war ghouls are strong enough to very casually flip cars, rip kindred asunder. It is bad. Would I have any reason to understand but why it might have other things in the woods? They're largely mindless slaves obedient to their masters. One turning on its master is unheard of. Mm. That is not something that is really something you very commonly hear about among the Sabak. Would it make more now, sense that its, that its master would, is still active then? Well, with your Sabak lore, you know that there are urban legends... And stories of uh, vicissitude running amok with those who get way carried away with it. Sometimes there have been rumors, never never actually first-hand knowledge. Everyone, everyone's heard of someone who's heard of someone who's had this happen. But sometimes the vicissitude runs amok and it, it causes unusual behavior and a specimen. Hmm. Many Zemitsi actually actively try to create scenarios where this might happen. If this thing is sniffing around and looking for something, it's probably more likely that it's under some directive to do so than it's likely that it's doing it of its own accord. You know, when yeah. I know you're, you think this is some kind of rogue Sabat war machine, but I think it's much more likely that this is actually... If, if this thing is, in fact... Created by the Sabbat, I don't think it's just doing. It's just wandering of its own accord. I would be okay with that being the case, <sighs> but I really don't think it is. So, are you guys headed to follow the tracks, or what are you looking to do? I'm looking to tell the ravens that um, we're going to be headed towards my house, which may have the weeping bear nearby, and maybe they could get that message to Raven for me. Sounds good. All right, so you're going to use uh, feral whispers. Feral whispers, and that okay. Two successes. Great. Ah! They seem responsive and uh, split up to pursue the task that you have assigned them. We can keep going. Keep going where? Towards my house. Isn't that where the gigantic awful bear thing is? If the gigantic awful bear thing is there, then we don't have to proceed there. We can stay at a distance. But if it's not there, I still want to get the remains. That's fine. I'll uh, I'll be with you guys the whole time. I'm just going to step behind a tree. Quick question. What, what do we need from here? Why do we need the corpse? Can we not just go? We, we should probably put eyes on it because we want to confirm what exactly it is. I believe her. That's a surprising vote of confidence, but uh, I still think we should get hands on it to make sure that A, it is actually dead, 
and be, uh, we should bring it to Raven. So we are going to travel further in this woods, the supposed territory of this horrible weeping bear. The weeping bear's territory is not exclusively here. It stretches right. from here to Massachusetts. Yes. So we're in its territory, yes? It's in my territory. By definition? It's in my territory. Okay. Well, are you saying you're defending your territory? I'm saying I am going to my house and I'm opening my fridge. Well, speaking of the fridge, um, the bear, it's tracking the scent of the dead thing, or? That's conjecture on my part at this point. Well, what I mean is when we grab the dead thing, assuming the bear isn't there, don't we become a moving target? Yeah, but we're all moving targets at this point. We're kindred, and that's what it eats. Well, more of a beacon than maybe. Yeah. I go back to my original question. (laughs) You don't have to come. Neil puts his head out from behind behind the tree that he disappeared behind. Miles, we helped you with the snake people thing. We're going to help you with the bear thing. That was a thing happening, but I'm just trying to figure out why we need this particular object. Wait, you're not... I thought you were going to be... You're not invisible? What? No, I was, but... So, you can't really... It's hard to talk when you're... It's fine. It It doesn't matter. I just... You know, I'm going. Yeah, right. I'll be behind you. And then Neil disappears back behind the tree and then does not appear to come out. Does he leave footprints in the snow when he's obfuscated? Yeah, you just don't notice him. Okay. Because really, it's not invisible. It's, it's don't just, look here. It's, it's just we, we you just don't actively do not yeah. notice their presence. Yeah. When you stop using obfuscate, everyone's going to react as though they had noticed all of those things all along. Surgical amnesia. Yep. So when... Proceeds to her home. Okay. Uh, keeping an eye out for more giant bear prints. You find another here and there, but when you arrive to your little shack in the woods, mm-hmm. there is no sign of a giant bear monster. Okay. So wind just keeps approaching when there's no sign. Okay. Uh, do you want to give a quick description to um, Corey? Every so often in the woods you find these little cinder block shacks with just a single door. Wynne lives in one of those. There is a single door. There is... It is cinder block. It looks like it's maybe 10 by 10, if we're being charitable. And there are some flowers blooming nearby. Not blooming, per se, but they have been planted there. Almost like the area is slightly tended. Some kind of weird municipal shed, basically. Yeah. That long-forgotten switch for some kind of pipe or electric relay. Mm -hmm. She will be careful approaching the door to the shed and then she'll open it. Okay. And just kind of cautiously peek inside to make sure nothing is waiting there. At a quick glance, it looks to be the same as how you left it. Uh, She shoves the door open the rest of the way. All right. All clear, guys. All right. I, uh, just in case, because I'm paranoid, I definitely still have heightened senses up. Okay. Just because... It's entirely possible there's somebody like me pulling a trick like me. Johnny just goes ahead and tromps inside the shed. I mean, I like both stealth and survival, so I'm pretty sure I've been tromping the whole time. (laughs) Um, Inside, it's a fairly different story. It's a Spartan little shed. Uh, There's an army cot. Uh, She does have a a very old welcome mat. There is, in fact, a 1960s-era fridge. It's like an avocado green. It's got a latch handle that you have to lift and pull open. Very reasonably sized. It's plugged in, and she 
kind of pulls a cord over her head and kind of waits to see if the light will come on or not. There's a quick oh. flicker, and then yeah. it's on. All right. Oh, okay. That worked this time. And then she has, like, a just a, like, someone put out an old bookshelf, like, on the side of the road for garbage. And it is just stacked with books. And there are books stacked on both sides of it, mostly of, like, occult and history and psychology. Some of them look to be um, college air or college textbooks from the 60s. As Fredo walks in, she'll wipe her feet off on the old welcome mat. And her attention kind of immediately goes to the books and she starts tracking through the titles. All right, let's see this thing. Yeah, feel free to read one if you want. Oh, um, okay, thank you. And she pops open the fridge. It is still there. Excellent. She grabs the hefty bag, pulls it out. I'm going to open this outside. All right. It's got a pretty aggressive odor. Johnny gives her a hand, just pulling this. Because I imagine it's kind of big and unwieldy, so. Yeah, it's it's about the size of, like, a large dog inside the bag. Yeah. The Um, weird expression, I'll bring the flashlight out, too. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. God. All right, she'll plop it down outside the shed and open it up. How bad does that smell? Oh, oh. Obviously, it just breaks immediately. (laughs) It smells very, very pungent. It's like like that smell of, like, when you know there are flies breeding nearby. Mm, Yeah. That that maggot Sickly sour-like. Yeah. Yeah. That is... Gross, Wood. Yep, yep, it is. Um, so she'll kind of pull her shirt over her nose a little bit and reach in and grab it by the scruff of the neck and pull it up. Okay. Um, for a better examination of it. Great, it's ugly. Johnny will kind of lean in and take a look. She'll lift one of the four legs. What is this thing? Johnny? Yeah. That is not a hellhound. That is not a schlachta. It is... So normally when body modifications are applied, there's a bit of symmetry to it. There are like stylistic choices. This looks like a mutant. Is this any, is is this, so it has none of the hallmarks of vicissitude. It has all of the hallmarks of vicissitude. It has none of the hallmarks of a flesh crafter. So this thing might have been birthed out of some kind of rogue vicissitude maybe? It's possible. This thing is not, was not made by a flesh crafter. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Frida will come out uh, at the smell, and having heard that, what could have made it then? Could have been born. I'd really rather hope not, because I think there's possibly more of them. I think she might be right. I think this might have... Born of what? The weeping bear? If Wynn's right about this weeping bear, and it really is a war ghoul that has gone rogue, I don't know all the implications of that, but There's... those things are usually mindless. So the fact that it's able to sur- it's been able to survive this long, just tracking between here and mass... Well, the other thing also is that this thing... Th- there's more than one of them. This is just the one I found. There well, was another one dead in one of the traps. Maybe so, these th- things are dropping off of, off of the... Uh, the, the mass of flesh. I mean, you gotta Maybe. understand, these things that, when I say a war ghoul, it, that makes it sound pleasant. These things are often two, three, four different kinds of creatures just laced together. A bear, but also parts of people. It's, uh, it doesn't make sense looking at them. 
We're there's talking like John Carpenter's The Fig kind of stuff. You're starting to hit kind of in the uh, in yeah. the realm of what we're looking at. There's a there's a possibility this is related to the thing that made Xavier leave too. It had the oh, capacity. There was like a reason for that? Yeah, he encountered something. It changed his views a little bit. The guys he was with died or were horribly warped. Okay. All this tells me is we did not bring enough firepower. For this guy, we brought enough firepower, and when kind of unceremoniously drops it back not into the bag. This horrible thing is birthing other smaller horrible things. Well, and that's the weird thing about this thing, is because it was prowling the woods like any other carnivore. It was it was looking for food. It wasn't directed anywhere. You notice anything weird about the smell of its blood, Neil? Do I? As the sweetness of an infection... I don't know. It's it's like it's it's like it was sick. Like a like you ever lance a boil or a back when you were mortal, mm-hmm. uh, like that the, that sort of like sweet sour pus? stench that the, the pus that came out. Yeah, kind of like kind of like that. So, so what? In the, well, I guess. so I have two dots in science, but I'm not sure if Britta remembers that. What do you think about that? I think as you examine it, it's going to come pretty naturally. So Britta is going to take a closer look. Something about the phrase Lance a boil tricks something in her memory. And she takes a closer look as it's dropped back in the bag. When you say not made by a flesh crafter, I mean, it's alive, right, Johnny? Or at least it was. Not like us, I mean. It's hard to tell exactly what this thing is, but it looks grown this way. Flesh crafters tend to... They, they sculpt things. It's like the difference between... Uh, the difference between a garden and just things growing out in the wild. Cultivation. Yeah. Is this something that I can make a science roll on? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, intelligence, science. Okay. Difficulty? Seven. One success. With one success, you get the notion that maybe the sickness that uh, Neil has picked up on might be tied to what's happening. Like, whatever it is sick with is causing these mutations. Which would mean that all of the flesh that, that everyone's been handling. We need to wash our hands. There's we a utility sink in there. I don't think you understand when the sickness, whatever Neil smelled, if it's something like, like uh, lancing a boil, right? This seems transmissible. We There's need to avoid contact with this. To just living flesh or to dead flesh? Because you don't get sick anymore. Do I have any way of knowing whether that would affect us differently? I'm afraid not. The Kendrick edition is very new to you. You, we don't, we don't get sick from anything. Well, not naturally. This doesn't look terribly but natural. Does this? Having heard her say that, does this sound like any sort of conjuration or sorcery that I might be aware of? Does not sound like magic, no. Look, I don't know anything about whether we get sick or not, but would caution hurt? Not at no, all. Not nope. at all. No. No, it's a smart idea. I just don't touch it. 
when ties a knot in the bag to make sure that stuff doesn't leak Where's out. Where's heightened senses going? What? Where's heightened senses going? So. Okay, so the two of you kind of notice that one of the branches kind of like tilts. What is that? And kind of perched and looking down at the group of you with a curious expression is a woman who uh, seems to have a remarkable balance for starters. And she's wearing like a, like a black hood and one of those very old school, like a, I don't want to say like a cape. She's like, she's in a cloak dressed, you know, very dark, dark hair, kind of very like. Have I ever seen Raven before? Is this she, Raven? This is very much so Raven. Oh. Uh. Wynn looks up and gives a wave before kind of lowering her head. Not submission so much, but respect for the powerful woman in front of her. She gives a nod. Uh, she's clearly this this person, not human. She doesn't have a great deal in the way of beast features showing. But what you can tell is that her skin, especially those with heightened senses, um, have like a marble-like quality to them, to it. It's almost like she's stone. Her eyes kind of reflect in the dark. They've got a red glow to them. So, uh... It's not here, but I don't I don't know what the protocol is for this. I, I'm not really sure how to how do we. Uh... Hi, Raven. Hi. The tracks trailed off a bit, but we figured it was better to be cautious. Um, we do have one of these beast creatures here. I was wondering if you could give some insight. I think it's tied to something I've been investigating for some time. I think it could be tied to a large number of the things you've been investigating. You feel like coming down out of the tree? No. The weeping bear can show up any moment. And I tend not to stay in arm's reach of it. Oh. Okay. Raven, I'm just going to go wash my hands. I'll be right back. She gives an affirmative nod. She accepts it with another nod. Goes inside and scrubs her hands with lava soap. After Wade comes back out, after Raven was like, it could be here any minute. Uh, Neil goes into the shed and then does not appear to come back out. <laughs> Wind does come back out after she scrubbed all the viscera off her hands. Raven, does this have to do with the man you've been investigating? I believe so. There's been strange occurrences happening at his home. And I believe what you are handling was once human. We weren't sure if this was somehow an offshoot of the Weeping Bear. I believe in a certain way it is. The Weeping Bear was was a sculpted monster. And as we've all learned, the way of the Tsimitsi power, it isn't a mere discipline. I'm concerned that, that as whatever it is began to stir, those who were sculpted by its power changed. Like evolution? Perhaps. Like the waking of a deep-seated consciousness. Is it possible that its overuse has led to a, like a widespread hive mind that's now starting to gain consciousness? Well, that depends on what, um, what sort of conversations your companions are comfortable with. I leave that to my companions. I don't know, most of that wasn't really within my depths. There's a lot that our clan is dealing with right now that is not particularly convenient for upstanding Camerians to hear about. Why? 
I don't believe that this is evolution. I believe that whatever has been lurking inside of those who practice this discipline is beginning to wake. It is a sign of Gehenna. Ah, so the conspiracy theories. Sure. Look at what lies at your feet. So you said a guy was behind this. There is a family who refers to themselves as Antosa many years ago. They brought something into this country, deeply loyal to it, whatever it was, and hid it. I have reason to believe that this remaining member of the Zantosa family is communing with a portion of it. It goes by the name of Vito Zantosa. He owns properties all over New Haven. And he's been here for a very, very long time. Vito Zantosa is born with kindred power flowing through his blood. And the power to sculpt flesh is natural to him. Born that way? Yes. His meats here are capable of unusual feats. This one in particular was developed over the course of many generations. So it sounds like there's some kind of Zemitsi elder in the area. No. Look, I understand what you're talking about. Members of the Sabbat love to come up with stories about where things come from. Raven is not a member of the Sabbat. Yeah, but she's listening to their propaganda. No, she's not. All right. So look, what is the problem and how can we come to a solution? Because so far we're just talking about cause and effect. I don't know what happens if Vito is put down. He is a vassal of something, feeding it. But I do not believe whatever it is that he cares for is kindred. So, extreme prejudice? Well, that depends. If you use extreme prejudice... His Grace, your Prince, mm-hmm. will have questions about what you used Extreme Prejudice on. I feel like a safe answer right now is Sabat. And what sort of panic do you think you would cause if you tell the Court of New Haven that the Sabat has come for them? Regardless, we can't leave it alone. It won't make it better. I think it'll cause a lot less panic if we say, yes, there was Sabat. And we exterminated it. But will we actually be able to exterminate it is the problem. Would they even believe that you could? I mean, I managed to get a whole clan pissed off at me. This isn't too far from... Any idiot can slap a bee's nest with a stick. We're talking about the Sabbat. Mm-hmm. A horde of blood and pain. It will be a difficult sell. On Frankly, top, on, top of the, on top of the fact that really, if there was a pack in the area, we probably would have would have heard about it already. Right. We can't just. We're not saying this is a pack. A lone, possibly former member. So far, we've heard about one. If it's a single vampire, then it's not Sabat. It's, it might be a some kind of crazy anarch at best. It's not a vampire, though, is it? I do not believe so. Born. What but, would that make him? An oddity. Vito Sandosa? Yes. A revenant. Is that supposed to mean something? It is what he is. 
a revenant. Someone born like a kindred? Yes. Raven, this is Britta. She was, um, she's new. Hi, it's um, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Great. So we're still talking about a set of problems, and I'm still not... Because there's not a cut-and-dry solution, Miles. I'm not even hearing what the actual problem is so far. The problem is that there is a man with, with kindred powers influencing the wildlife of the area, perhaps, and we don't know if we can kill him without unleashing something worse. Sounds like we can't leave it alone, either. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it. I don't disagree with that, but I don't have a solution to offer. Right, but we are establishing... How long we should spend working on it. Well, the longer we wait, the worse it usually gets. Very rarely does things just get better. While they're all kind of focused on each other in the conversation, I'm going to kind of walk around the perimeter of the little clearing around (laughs) uh, Wind's place and just keep an eye out on horrible bear monsters and the like, just in case. Raven, also, just because it's come up, are you the one trapping the woods? Yes. All right. Just wanted to ensure it was you and there wasn't another rogue element. It is me. Vito has been difficult. He walks during the day. He lives, he breathes, he fathers children. I believe his children are revenants as well. That was the name that came up at Elysium, wasn't it? The one that we're keeping under wraps for the time being? Mm Mm-hmm. What is this? Politics. But there's somebody at court that has been talking to the Xantosa family. Hey, you keep that secret. I didn't make anything about that. (laughs) Somebody with shark shark teeth, if you know what I mean. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? Just, of course it was going to be him. We're usually not supposed to name names. Revenants, if they have our powers as well as the strengths of humans, do they have our weaknesses as well as the weaknesses of humans? I don't know. I've never even seen a revenant before. They are not as strong as kindred, but they can come close enough. However, they do not share your weaknesses. They can walk during the day. They fuel their disciplines with their own vitae. So they don't need to feed? That is right. But there's always a cost. Yes. The revenants tend to be poorly adjusted to their existence. So they don't like being alive? Or they're mentally they unstable? They don't handle their lifestyles well. It's not much of a thing. If they're staked, will that kill them or will that make them... They drive a stake through the heart of a living person. And they will die. Most living people don't have Vitae. So, hence the question. It sounds like they're alive for the most part, so... They're less... Durable. Is there a way he can be subdued but not killed? Who? Vito. He is a man. My thought was, we... Orchestrate a car accident, and, um... He's taken to a hospital and kept in a, uh... Medically induced coma. Brings up a whole another can of worms. I'm not sure we want to go down. I would rather navigate the political scene than unleash whatever he may be the bastion for. It's a possibility. There's a lot of variables there. 
while they're talking, Neil, they're kind of hanging around the trees. Roll perception plus alertness. Yep. Two successes. Okay. Three successes. Sorry. Moving low to where its snout kind of comes like within a foot of you, just on the other side of the tree you're leaning on, you see this hulking monstrosity with flesh stretched thin, weird pockets of fat, uh, chunks of bone that add like this plating along its hide. Um, there is no fur. It is. Have you seen what a furless bear looks yes, like? Yes, they look horrible. <laughs> it is like a furless bear with horrific body modifications. And it kind of slowly thumps past you. And in a very uncomfortable way, even you almost didn't notice it. I, uh... Like, for a moment, is it going towards the rest of them? Yes. And they're not going to have any idea. Um, it's slinking. So I will just walk slightly faster than it to get there first. Like you may run. move with it. You are both at a walking pace. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to... Getting there at the same time is not going to be helpful. Um, I'm going to let it get a little ahead of me and go... Are there any low-hanging branches? Raven's up in a tree. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to... Uh, I thought bears could climb, but who knows? I'm going to try and scramble up the tree a little bit. Uh, and I'm going to grab, like, a rock or a stick or something as I'm going up. And when I get to what Neil... I have survival one. So what Neil thinks is a safe height, uh, I'm going to wing a rock at them. Give me a dex plus athletics for climbing. Cool. It's talent, so I don't take a penalty. Woo! Uh, and there's a fucking bear here. I've been spending blood. For more decks? Yes. Cool. One success. Mm-hmm. You quietly scamper up the tree. I'm just gonna lean out and kind of. I'm gonna try and, like, hit Johnny or something. Like, I'm just gonna try and really hit somebody with a rock. <laughs> Give me decks with athletics. <laughs> No. No, that's no successes. Trying to give me perception plus alertness. Your difficulty is eight. <laughs> I really don't want to have to like... Perception plus alertness? Yes. What about Brenda's heightened senses? Uh, we got there. Uh, there we go. Cool. Hey, one success. Okay. A rock whizzes by you and Preta. What the hell? Who's out there? When you look... To ask who's out there, there is a hulking bear monster stalking straight <coughs> towards the group of you. And it is it is big. It is a little bigger than the vehicle you showed up in. Look out! <laughs> Alright, we're gonna roll initiative. Oh, yeah. Boy. It's can we spend blood to beef stats before rolling initiative? Uh, nope. Okay. That's an action yep. to combat. That's. <laughs> well, uh, it sucks to get jumped. Dex- it's not an action. It's it's, a, it's reflexive. It's, wow. It's part of yeah. 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 What's Dex wits plus a d10? Yep. So for initiative, one d10. Roll. 
add your dex, mm -hmm. add your wits, mm -hmm. add your celerity, unless you're spending blood for extra actions. Ten. So you're on a ten. Sixteen. Sixteen for win. Uh, uh, unless tens, tens do tens explode on initiatives? Not on okay. initiative. Sixteen. Sixteen for miles. All right, so then that's just going to be an eleven. Johnny, eleven. I'm an eight. Weeping bear. Fourteen. Yeah. First on initiative is a tie between both Miles and Win. You may act simultaneously. You may go one at a time. What's your preference? Mm -hmm. Are we able to turn off heightened senses? Is that an action? No. It's a, no you it's, can just do it. It's okay. reflexive. As soon as we would see the bear then, I would turn it off. Okay. I think I'm going to draw the sword, move to the front to be the most obvious thing at this point and let other people do stuff to it and try to just defend <laughs> and i'm going to spend blood for i'll spend it on decks i don't know where my cuts which are. means next round you'll be on 17 uh that's nope next round i'll be on 19 three well, okay so you gotta specify so you're spending three, three blood, blood for yeah okay. yeah, yeah no. i don't spend less uh win is uh popping claws um and if possible gonna grab the bag with the thing in it and throw it at the bear okay uh give me dex athletics as you hawk a bear or hawk a <laughs> bag at a bear <laughs> a bag with a bear oh, there's... it's a bear inception basically <laughs> oh that's pretty uh two oh, yeah, successes yeah. with two successes uh the bag of meat thumps against the bear monster the mm -hmm. weeping bear and it lets out this Terrible growl, cacophony whine. Then we go. Does it seem interested in the bag, or just alarmed by it? We go to the bear. The weeping bear seems to take to the bag. Okay. Ripping it open and like mushing up and like taking huge bites out of this flesh. Go. Like the the, the thick pustules that yeah. want to kind of like burst in burst its mouth, like and, gushers. Yeah. Yeah. That's 14. Raven, Vito Zantosa. And in one fluid motion, she hops off the branch, takes the form of a raven, and is flying off. We are on Johnny Saxon. Also, right. if it's a predator, what is it? Is it, run, is, it an, is it an action to draw my boot knife? No. Perfect. So Johnny will pull his boot knife and... Uh, seeing that it's kind of obsessed with the uh, the thing that got hawked at it, and Miles is in its kind of front vision, he's going to try to move to the side of the thing mm -hmm. and find something, some kind of tendon or muscle or some spot where he can start doing damage, and he's just going to like lay into it with his knife. Okay, give me an attack roll. Um, and I did spend blood for two extra actions, so I'm going to just perforate the side of this thing. Sounds good. And unfortunately, that's a little too. Uh, and the attack roll knife is just giving bonus on damage, not the actual attack, right? It is strength plus one die to five. Well, it's it's melee. It's to be dex plus melee, right? Yep. Okay. And to five. To five to attack. So that's three successes. Two roll over. Give me damage. Two rolled over, and then three for pops. Terrible roll. Oh well. So that's only two uh, two damage. Okay. Uh, you stab into its hide. It is Britta's go. Uh, upon seeing Johnny lead the attack, uh, am I able to 
Am I able to look for a cover and then shoot, or is it just shoot? Actually, you can take a move and shoot. Okay, so I will... Is there cover available? Uh, there's tons of trees, mm. and there's also the shack that Wynn lives in. I assume since we're out in the clearing, the trees will be closer. Um, so I will move to a tree and aim. Uh, aim or shooting? Sorry, shoot. Okay, give me uh, dex plus firearms. Mm-hmm. One success. Hit, then roll damage. One success. Or, or, sorry, those are all ones. No successes. Okay. Oof. You hit a <laughs> bone hide and kneel. Yeah. Uh, one question. Did I see guns in Wid's shack when we were in there earlier? There is a shotgun that she keeps in her shed. Okay. Her pistol is still with her. Good to know. I'm going to take a move to just clamber out of this tree. You know, not fast because I don't want to be seen still. Mm-hmm. Start making my way over to Wid's shed. Kind of going around so I don't walk right past the freaking bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while I'm walking, I want to... One, I'm going to spend another blood for another dexterity. Just because. And I want to open my eyes uh, and use Eyes of Chaos on this. I was told that this thing is a mishmash of all sorts of stuff. A chaotic wreck of flesh. And I want to look at this misshapen flesh and try and discern... In the pattern of its make, who or what is driving it? Okay. Yeah, give me a good. All right. Uh, actually, first I need a dex plus athletics. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and if you fall out of the tree, Obviously this may broken. go very Yes, yeah. I am fully aware. Uh, no, that's three successes. Okay. I'm doing fine. You shoot me down, no problem. Uh, I would like to stay in the tree forever, but I want to help my friends. What difficulty are you setting for this? Because I know it's variable with Eyes of Chaos. Seven. That is one, two, three, four, five successes. With five successes, you know that the bear is pretty much helpless. And it is under the sway of its own body. Like the animal is a prisoner in its own flesh. And the flesh has this malevolent sentience to it. Like on a cellular level, something is possessing it. Gross and bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do I get a sense, and this may be too much, but do I get a sense of what it wants here right now, other than just to kill us? To merge. Okay. We go to additional actions. Johnny, what do you got? All right. Seeing that my knife didn't cut that deep the first time, I move with unnatural speed and try to actually drive it deeper. Cool. Uh, Three successes. Hit. Oh, baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's going to be two, four... Because I, I do have powerful arms, so that'll help me uh, for for stabbing this thing, I'm guessing, right? Yep. So that's going to be six, seven, eight, nine damage. Bam. The most powerful of arms. Yeah. Uh, it soaks three, and you stun it. Beautiful. Um, seeing that, I, that it's been stunned, I will use my last action to drive my knife into one of its eyes. Would that be a called shot, I guess? Mm-hmm. So I'll use, the, the, uh, I'll use this opportunity to try and drive the knife into a kill shot if that's possible with this thing. All right, so in that case, it's diff seven? Yep. Okay, 
So we're looking at, once again, three successes. Uh, so two carryover. I'll add you, let you also let you add three extra bonus dice for damage for the cold shot. All right. Okay, so that's going to be two, four, five, six, seven, eight damage. Okay. Uh, at this point, uh, you've got quite a bit of blood on you, and you've been put in some work on this thing. Mm-hmm. We will go to a new round, and at the top of initiative is Miles. So it looks like Johnny has done a lot of damage to this thing right now. Oh, yes. It still looks in fighting shape, though. It is still on its feet and capable of fighting, yes. More than likely, it's going to try to attack Johnny, if it's going to attack anyone at this point, correct? Very likely. Very Top likely. of the round, we got to spend for uh, mm-hmm. for new stuff. So I'm going to spend for one extra action. I will also spend for... <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm not going to spend for any extra actions. I'm just going to hold for defense, because I can potentially use my celerity to help dodge, because I think I've probably gained its ire at this point. Does that you make sense? That you want. Mm-hmm. I would like to spend for an extra action. This thing doesn't seem to be moving with any kind of extra celerity or speed, does it? No. Okay. All right, so Miles, what are you doing? I am uh, going to get ready to attack and wait till it exposes itself by turning away or whatever or attacking me, and then I will make my attack. Okay. Win. I'm going to spend a blood to um, beef up my decks. Going to jump on its back and... Go for the rake. Like, one, two, split in the dice pool. Okay. No successes on one. No successes on the other one. Okay. Uh, you scratch and rake against its bone plating, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem to dig deep enough to draw blood. Bear. Uh It's going to take a swing on Johnny. So expecting a reprisal, Johnny's going to use his action to dodge. Okay. Uh, difficulty? Six. Doesn't matter, because I rolled like garbage. This is the round for it. Oh, well. Oh, uh, one, one success. <sighs> I have three. You'll take one. So two. One rolls over. Is there any way I can help with that defense? Since I was holding. Uh, not really. Okay, just checking. Oh, that's, I had mm. nine dice. There were so many, yeah. and it just didn't. I rolled a one, and mm, a yeah. six, and an eight. No, this round. It's not good for us. You guys had a very strong round one. Yep. <laughs> round two definitely seems to belong to the But that means bit. the pendulum's going to swing back. All right. And we'll finish it off next round. Is it doing ag? No. Okay, so I get to soak. You got your jacket? I do. <laughs> Bring that jacket. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> that is that so, is so nice. many dice. Go ahead and roll. Uh, What's the jacket give? Plus, Plus one, one die. Plus one die. All right. One, two, three, four. All right. <laughs> oh. I am currently swinging for eight lethal. Mm, all right. So that's going to suck. I'm going to need a self-control check. It hits Johnny. Uh, he attempts to get out of the way. Uh, when it connects, he crumples to the ground. Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. Britta, the unknown new embrace, was played by Rebecca Steigelfest. Johnny Saxon, the Bruja, was played by Garrett Gabby. Miles Davenport, the Venture, was played by Tim Davis. Neil Foster, the Malkavian, was played by Rob Muirhead. Wynn Cabot, the Gangrel, was played by Erica Webb. Your storyteller was Lex Lopez, recording by Rebecca Steigelfest. 
This episode edited by Rob Muirhead. The music used in this episode was January Grunge Love Fest by Technowax. Visit them online at technowax.com, T-E-K-N-O-X.com. Path of Night uses the 20th Anniversary Edition rule set of Vampire the Masquerade with a few limited house rules. Vampire the Masquerade and the Storyteller System are owned by Paradox Interactive. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at at Path of Night Pod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash pathofnightpodcast, or email us at pathofnightpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time, Kindred. We can see into the same yeah, box. Yeah, and over these are. Here. I really, honestly, it's the, it's also the fact that I didn't bring my dice because these mm-hmm. Requiem dice are terrible. These are the same dice that I missed with a, yeah, yeah. with seventeen dice. I missed in in Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't even know why you give me that. I'm, I'm not rolling anymore because it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take them. These, these are doing me no favors. Lex, oh, the joke is okay, on let me, you. Let me see this. <laughs> The joke's on you. He touched your dice. That's right. I got these. The joke's on you. You (laughs) wanted to have a successful podcast, and you're killing the entire (laughs) party in episode eight. I mean, we're mostly through the end of the arc. It'll just be Neil and Britta surviving, and... Yeah, Neil's gonna hide. Britta's gonna run away, and just be like, okay, we gotta find a new group of friends, (laughs) because neither one of us can survive on our own. (laughs)